Cool. Now we're back. Sorry, had to take a, a little refresher there. Welcome back to the Life's Mess podcast. Um, changed my batteries again, so we didn't have a repeat from the Braden Coulter episode. Um, I'm sitting here with my cousin Brant today, uh, and he graduated in 2018 from Wayndale, but I've known him since I was born, since we were cousins, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, you worked on a farm uh, right outside high school and through high school, right? It was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it was a, it was called Orson Custom Farming. Um, we traveled a lot. Uh, I got to operate equipment, work on them. Um, when we went out of state, went to Georgia, Western Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, I, I got to see a lot of cool stuff. Uh, when equipment broke down, I got to work on equipment. Um, got to push corn silage, uh, haul corn silage with a semi um seen rattlesnakes uh from rattlesnakes to uh rabbits in the bunker to um black bears up in wisconsin uh we've seen all kinds of wildlife wild hogs i mean it was a it was a hell of an experience um also got to travel to uh texas and arkansas for u.s custom harvesters convention didn't you guys ride around on the little shopping carts like the electric shopping carts at the texas one yeah <laughs> we actually did that in, at texas and arkansas whenever we were setting up the show we would um take those little uh, scooters and ride them around the convention center getting stuff set up we got to run forklifts and all that and um just had a good old time doing that to, until the show was actually set up yeah are you forklift certified Yes, actually. Um, <laughs> we, we took like a two-day class or whatever. and Two days? Yeah, dude, they, or whatever. They I took an hour class. I don't know. It, they just gave me this paper, signed off on it, and I was like, okay, let's go. I mean, hey, I guess that works. That two day, that's a long time. I mean, to be I, maybe, maybe it wasn't two days, but like, I, I don't know. It was a hot minute ago. Yeah. Well, may, maybe it wasn't just forklifts. Maybe it was everything. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I was running like a telehandler too. So, I mean, that's got the um, obviously bigger rubber tires on it with the boom out front. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Um, wasn't there a time that you got the uh, tractor bogged down, stuck in the field? Oh, yeah. There was multiple times of that. We had uh, up in Michigan, um, we actually had to, we had so much rain up there. We couldn't get the semis in the field. We had to go to Georgia, get our um, carts to pull behind the vent tractors, bring them all the way back up to Michigan, and we were still getting stuck with the fence and the carts, and we had to put Arctic in the field to pull those out because of how bad it was. I mean, I got my Arctic stuck. I mean, What's I'm an Arctic? An Arctic is a very big tractor that has eight wheels on it oh. and it articulates in the middle. I okay. Mean, it's, yeah, it's big old girl. And you got those stuck? Yeah, I got one stuck. Okay, I was, I was pulling a semi through the field and when we were trying to get this corn off in this wet spot, well, went through and let's just say I didn't make it and neither <laughs> did the semi. Are I, they sitting there to this day? No, no. I, I, we had two Arctics in the field. The other one came over, pulled me out, and it actually took both tractors to pull the semi from the back out the other way oh. because we couldn't get it out forwards. I mean, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, um, yeah. 
it was it was terrible those are the two stories i remember is there any other ones that uh kind of funny about all that um we we got to chase a bunch of wild hogs down i mean that was a that was a fun time um get them busting out of the end of the corn rows and then see if you can run them down with the tractors it's like it, yeah it's crazy time whenever that busts out yeah um what's the most interesting tractor you've drove or like vehicle in general um probably it was a case ih arctic 550 um with a 20 foot grouser blade on it to push silage that's cool yeah it was it, it was a big old girl yeah um now you also did uh ag mechanics in uh high school was that something is that something that like really helped you with working on the farm and uh yeah just with that field um it definitely helped me with uh knowing the fact of more about mechanics um more so my junior year than my senior year because my senior year I was on placement so I was only there one t- one day a week um obviously I rebuilt a quad in there so and I also worked on multiple different tractors while I was in there so um helped me definitely get the concept of it yeah. um obviously I I knew a lot before I went in there but leaving there I knew more so yeah I it did help um, is, is that something you would recommend to anybody that wants to go into like the, um, like agricultural field just so yeah, they know stuff? I, I would say so. Yes, because, um, it definitely helps you, uh, work more with your hands and, um, get the concept of it. If you don't quite get the concept of it because you got classroom work and if you don't get the classroom work, you actually go out into the shop and work with your hands. And that's how I always learned, just working with my hands. I, I Exactly. I never liked to uh, read a lot. That was not my thing. Reading's hard. <laughs> um, now you're working over at, it's Becker Farms, right? Yep. Yeah, so what do you guys do over there exactly? Because I have an idea, but I'm not sure. So um, the name is a misconception. It's a uh, trucking company, and I work in the maintenance division. Um, we work on semi trucks and semi trailers and also, uh, we're getting into the light duty diesel and, um, obviously what, so what I started off over there was, uh, working on semi trailers. Um, and then I moved my way up to the truck shop and I've been up in the truck shop for going on year and a half to two years now. And... I mean, you get into just about anything to do with the semi up in there. Okay. Um, are you cert- Are you uh, Class A certified? Um, actually, I got my permit right now. Okay. I, I do not have my Class A CDL right at the moment, but um, I'm working on getting that over the next couple months. Is that something that's going to help you a lot at the shop? Yeah, that? it will definitely help me being at the fact, like, if I get a job done, I can actually go test drive my own stuff. Okay. Nobody else has to test drive my stuff. Yeah, makes sense. And then would that help you get, like, a feel for, like, if something's still not working right or whatever? Yeah, for sure. Because um, if, you know, somebody comes in with a complaint and um, they think it's this, well, say if you look at that and th- that's not an issue, you can drive it down the road and say, all right, well, this is what it's doing. The, their description was a little bit off and you go elsewhere to find your problem yeah makes sense um so that's all you guys do is just repair yeah pretty much 
yeah for the most part i mean i've uh um it's still repair but i mean i've completely torn down a and did a full rebuild on an isx cummins and um tore the front covers off and that that's a lot to it i know that yeah um so with with that like is that where you're kind of trying to stay career is that becker there um as of right now yes uh you never know what the future will bring yeah uh, if you can get another better opportunity obviously you can see if you can go about taking it um it never hurts to in my opinion go sit and talk with somebody because you know they might have something better holding for your future and it, if it doesn't sound all right then obviously you uh, don't take it and you stay where you are but it never hurts to talk with somebody yeah i i can completely agree with that um a lot of my listeners are high schoolers and some of them are getting obviously close to graduating um how does it feel being like a new homeowner and you're what four years of high school yeah um it it's definitely different it's a lot of responsibility to take on um because you never know what something can be going perfectly right the one day and then the next say your hot water heater goes out and you got to figure out how to get somebody in to take care of it or um so or obviously you got washers and dryers to worry about you got a sump pump to worry about i mean there there's a lot to it you got roof roofing i mean shoot your roof could be fine one day and the next day oh shoot like my roof's leaking i gotta figure out how to get this repaired yeah <laughs> the way you said it um did your hot water heater go out yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sucks was it like mid shower or something too um Just gone no um actually i went down to my basement the one day and looked in my little well room there and my floor is all wet i'm like what in the world so i go in there the bottom of my hot water tank was actually rotted out and it just started dripping water on the floor so Luckily, I know a plumber, and um, he had the supplies already at his shop. It was within a day or two. I got him over there on um, just like after-hours stuff and got him to fix it up for me. And um, But, yeah, I had the hot water heater go out on me. And that's funny that you say uh, the whole cold shower thing. Um, I've actually did have a problem with my uh pump on my well because one day i was taking a shower and my water just quit and <laughs> it just so happens my pump on my well the little contacts uh kind of were losing contact and weren't bringing water to the pump so i lost water pressure in my house and there i was 11 o'clock at night trying to figure it out <laughs> that sucks a lot yeah but i mean it's i guess part of owning the whole house thing you know yeah. you, you're gonna have those responsibilities the nice thing is um the way i look at it is uh renting in my opinion you're throwing your money away at nothing i mean yeah you're you got a place to live but if you got to get out or something like that i mean you can go rent another spot or you can go get a see about going to get a house mortgage 
and you're actually putting your money towards something you're going to own one day. Yeah. Well, and like with owning a mortgage, um, not owning a mortgage, but owning a house, that's equity that will go up. It's almost like a stock. Um, it's not a depreciating asset. It keeps its value usually. Yeah. As long as you take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like my house right now, I mean, the housing market is absolutely ridiculous. All I've done is live in my house for a year and the, all the dip, all the prices that did was go up. I mean, the housing market is absolutely insane right now. And I'm not sure if it's going to come back down anytime soon. Yeah. That really sucks for me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause it's like, I want to be saving up and it's like, I need to decide between either saving up to buy a house or saving up to buy a truck. One or the other. Um, cause I need to build some sort of a harder credit. Um, that makes it hard to do cause the vehicle market is dog water right now. And so is the housing market. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I understand that because uh, I've been, I actually just bought a truck. I saw that your truck was listed. So what'd you get? uh, I got a 3500 Dodge Cummins. Holy cow, dude. What are you going to be pulling? Um, uh, My dad's skid loader back from my house to his house. And then whenever I want to haul heavy loads of wood to take to my house for obviously i got a wood burner yeah um then i'm not dogging on that f-150 whenever i want to haul anything i, I got yeah. plenty of power to do it yeah i mean it sounds like you're gonna have more than enough power um yeah i, I was curious because i saw it on bella's story here um that was for sale and i was gonna ask what was up yeah it was it's just time to she's getting a little higher in mileage and um just was trying to find something to replace it but also uh uh, whenever i get rid of the 150 i'm hoping to find a a car as well so it's easier on gas instead of buying diesel to go back and forth to work because that's gonna get expensive yeah driving the truck there was a couple times i went to the gas station was like man i have to sign away my firstborn or something because like four fifteen a gallon at however many gallons my truck has is not cheap. Oh, I completely understand that because I'm sitting about the same, uh, same boat you are with the one fifty. I mean, we're sitting about the same. You go to the gas station at a half a tank, put sixty in, and you're lucky if it clicks off. You for me, it's it's between a quarter and a half a tank, and it's between sixty and seventy dollars every single time. Yep, and the gas prices are just going to keep going up. It's not going to get better. Yeah. I I mean, it, they have slightly came down here recently, but they aren't going to, I don't think they're going to come down any more than what they have. Um, Well, it was, it was going down and then you go somewhere and you come back and they were down a little bit further and then you go somewhere and come back. And now it's just, um, leveled off at three sixty nine. Yeah. And I, I really hope if anything, it, it doesn't go back up, but you know, you're more than likely going to see that. Yeah. It's depressing. <laughs> very. I'm glad that I don't have to commute very far to work for the moment. Um, cause I'm not using nearly as much gas as I was. And, uh, all the commuting I have to do for work is in a company vehicle. So I don't have to pay for the gas. And that's so nice. So nice. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah, obviously I have a twenty-minute drive to work um, every day, so you got forty minutes of drive time in a truck every day. 
I mean that that adds up and adds up real quick. Yeah, especially whenever, uh, say, if you do any kind of side work in the evening, there's there's your vehicle once again. You got to take it, mm-hmm. and that drinks the drinks the fuel. I know that it's hard to daily drive a truck right at the moment. Yeah, um, we both have older vehicles as well. Have you gotten your Mustang out recently with uh, the nice weather? I have not. I just uh, the only thing I did was start it um, just to get the fluids rolling in it. Um, I did have my F two fifty out here recently, um, just to get fluids rolling in that, and plus it needed drove, so get some fuel thrown uh, going through it. Um, but I haven't had them out much this year yet. Yeah, I've drove Karen a couple times here and there. Um, it's like it's bittersweet because I really want to get to drive it, like just drive it as much as I can. But with the gas prices and having the premium in it hurts all uh, the time yeah i completely understand i mean i i put 93 in my mustang but uh my f-250 i can run 87 on it luckily and but it has just as big of a tank uh if not bigger than our 150 and your uh silverado yeah it's got a 38 gallon tank in it and then plus it's got a 460 big block in it so yeah that drinks the fuel yeah um i mean karen only has that 350 small block but i get on it a little bit here and there so i watch the gas tanks or the gas gauge just kind of fluctuate down faster and faster oh yeah and uh with that f-250 man i mean i'm lucky if i get i'm lucky on a good day downhill wind going with me if i'm getting 10 miles a gallon that's awful yeah but i mean us guys gotta have the trucks man Oh, for sure, but hopefully I can uh, get a get a car and somewhat get decent gas. What kind of a car are you looking for? One that just gets me about 30 miles a gallon. I don't really care what. <laughs> so you would drive a Prius is what I'm hearing? Dude, If for the right price, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Um, So like what, what's, I guess I kind of asked this already, like what's your five-year plan? Or like um just a plan for your future? Um Well, as of right now, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Um I don't Here, repeat that. Get another dog. <laughs> uh we'll see about that. <laughs> um But as of right now, you know, obviously I'm gonna stay where I'm at work wise. You know, I'm not doing too bad there. Um, I like where I'm at. I like the commute, commute, the people I work for. I mean, they're good people. Um, and I, I love what I do. Um, obviously I want to do more work to the house, uh, and get it further along, get my shop further along so I can start doing my, uh, say evening work, um, in my own shop. Um, and just that's probably about it i mean just getting the house further along and getting the shop further along so i can actually work in it yeah it sounds like you kind of found like a good uh golden i must say a golden goose egg with your job um there's not a whole lot of people that just like where they work how far away it is who they work with there's always something that's just like man if there was just one thing it would be better 
um, with a lot of people, which I mean, obviously you're probably going to have that either way, but you sound very content with your job and that's good to hear. Yeah. I mean, I don't have too many complaints. Um, if something better opportunity wise comes up, I'll definitely talk to somebody and see about, uh, see if it's something that I would want to do. But, um, other than that, I'm okay with where I'm at. And obviously, uh, I have room to grow there too. Um, always try and find somewhere to where you have room to grow and can make yourself better. Um, you don't want to be, I mean, unless if you're making crazy buku loads of money at a young age and you're fine with it and content, um, you, you always want to have that next step room to grow and, uh, don't, I guess don't act like you know more than what you actually do. Yeah. If you don't know it, just let your employer know because then he'll put you in that situation and then you end up messing up big time because you claimed you knew how to do it and you really don't. I mean, just be honest with everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of people that I know that have done that. And I'm like, dude, why would you do that? You're going to get yourself in it. Exactly. Like, exactly what you just said you're just gonna get yourself in a situation and you're either gonna screw it up or you're gonna be like yeah i actually don't know how to do this yeah Um, or you think you're gonna like oh i'm gonna try this and then you end up costing the company a boatload of money because you really don't know what you're doing yeah i mean like i could have said that i knew how to do some of the drywall and stuff for my new job and i just kind of said i had no experience because one it looks really good then because it's like this guy or this kid catches on fast but uh also it's been it'd been over a year since i'd done any of it and i didn't help that much so yeah and it's nice to get just a little refresher exactly before you actually step back into it Mm -hmm. well i i I say that giving myself a lot of like almost credit there but in reality i did a lot of like the mud sanding for my dad helping him build this room but um it was more so he did a lot of it on his own time so i didn't really see all of it um now i remember as a kid we had some blunders some characters or just funny things um one of the big things i remember and our parents reminisce about all the time is when you stuck a um (laughs) sweet tart up your nose (laughs) oh yeah yeah i i remember that i I I really don't know what I was thinking that day. I was young, really young. I mean, wait, Belle, have you heard this story yet? Okay. She shook her head. Yes. For everybody. Yeah. Obviously we were going back down to your house down in North Carolina. And for some reason, I thought it was a great idea to stick this little sweet. I think it was a lemon flavored sweet tart. Do they even make the little balls anymore? I think they do. Okay. I was curious. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great idea, you know, young me. So let's stick this sweet tart up my nose. Next thing I know, we're on the side of the road, mom and my aunt trying to dig a sweet tart out of my <laughs> nose, <laughs> so we don't have to go to the ER to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's some? Remember uh, Easter at our first house, in North Carolina, and you guys convinced me that the raisins you guys put outside were uh, was rabbit poop, and then you ate some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um quite the pair. I'm trying to think what's some other funny things we did. Um hmm. 
when we were moving i just remember we called you bowser and hoser and just for no reason just yeah i don't even know what how that even came about i remember uh whenever i used to come down and visit you guys and stay with you guys uh we used to play a lot of mw modern warfare 2 and yes sir. um go outside and uh have our own little modern warfare outside with play guns and everything mm-hmm. and we'd hide and whatnot all and, the kids on the block oh yeah dude that little neighborhood was kind of lit back then i guess oh, it's yeah. a hood now but oh <laughs> yeah like it's not a great neighborhood anymore is what i've been told that's um, not good yeah and well mom was looking at our house on like zillow or something like that or i forget where somewhere she found our house that that one um and apparently they did all kinds of crazy stuff to it and mom has no idea why like why would you do that yeah we had that room upstairs and we would uh um like watch austin powers and stuff all night long oh yeah um that was that was a good time austin powers is a great movie dude if anybody has not seen that movie you should totally watch that movie Top tier movie. Oh yeah, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Goldmember. Goldmember. Watch them all. Watch them all. Yeah, you got to give Goldmember a little bit of a break. I don't think it was that good, personally. I mean, I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, I, uh, I thought it was one of the better ones, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because um, oh shoot, obviously you got Fat Bastard in there and whatnot. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, I guess he that's he probably gets most screen time in that one probably yeah um i'm blanking here on anything to talk about um i'm awful at podcasting if you haven't picked up on it yet oh yeah <laughs> yeah um i, I don't know think, why anybody listens to me you're too bad yeah i'm i'm working on it um i'm gonna try and like come up with questions and stuff to send people in advance and then they can you know answer the questions and i'll have stuff to talk about during the episode um Ooh, interesting thing that I can ask you about. So I think it was your 18th birthday. Wasn't that the day your dad broke his ribs? Uh, yes, it was. How, how, I, I don't, I never quite got the full story, but like how you reacted to that and stuff. Um, but I, I, I just let you talk about it if, if you want to, you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, so obviously I, it was my 18th birthday and, um, I wanted to go, it was the Bear Creek at the riding park. Um, it was me, uh, Justin, and my dad. Um, me and Justin had dirt bikes. My dad had his utility quad. And we were, you know, riding around, having a good time. And we got down to the uh, the track there at Bear Creek. And um, Justin and I were racing around on the track with our dirt bikes. And... Um, dad stopped me and uh was like hey you know let me let me hop on that bike and he used to race back in the day and he was really pretty good at it and every lap he went i mean he was just getting faster and faster and i mean i thought i was going fast and he was banking turns uh ripping on my yz125 like hitting turns between second and third gear just ripping it and the ground was really hard and he came into this one turn and um the front front wheel washed out on him and the ground was like cement and he just hit it right on that left side um i think he broke or fractured uh 
everyone but one of his ribs on that left side uh punctured it and it was about 80 percent collapsed and um we i obviously went over to him we picked up picked up the bike he got up and was sitting on the his four-wheeler and you could kind of tell something was wrong i mean he was trying to play it off like nothing was wrong and he slowly putted back down to the car and told us to go ride well we're like well obviously something's wrong here we ain't gonna do that so we went back down and we just started loading up the trailer dad's like well what are you doing and he's like we're like well obviously something's wrong with you dude like we need to we need to go and we're like we're done riding um loaded up the trailer i i told i never pulled a trailer before and i told him i was gonna drive it and he's like no no i'll drive it home so that dude with his broken ribs drove this trailer all the way back to my house before he even called my mom he he called my mom and told her yeah you need to get home whenever i'm there and he got home and told my mom's like yeah i i messed something up i mean you could tell something was bothering him but he played it off pretty good um got home my mom was there he hopped in the car went into uh the hospital there and um went actually into the intensive care unit because of how much stuff he had messed up on that one side and he actually spent probably a week and a half in the hospital after that yeah i i didn't even i didn't know that he ended up driving the because it was the hummer at that point still right yeah yeah i know he ended up driving the hummer home and then just was like ayo i think i'm messed up yeah he well he knew he was messed up he just didn't want to freak us kids out and um obviously like i said got home and he's like yeah we need to go (laughs) (laughs) well it's good on you guys for like realizing that there's something wrong there because i mean like even as a guy it's i find a hard time being like yeah i must or i'm you know hurt or whatever um you guys keep doing your thing yeah like I, i can see where he's coming from yeah for sure i mean that i well i feel like it would be very hard um to get hurt like that and maintain literally not have one tear go down your face and just drive home like nothing happened and then do something about it yeah so does he have any like problems with it still um he was actually well he doesn't have any problems with it now because um he did absolutely everything he possibly could to keep that lung because he obviously punctured his lung and um did everything in the hospital that he possibly could to keep it um and it everything seems to be all right now yeah because he's like on the fire department right yes he is yeah so i was like dang this guy broke all his ribs and then still goes like does firefighting and stuff yeah he actually uh came home from the hospital and i mean obviously you can't really do much with broken ribs other than they got to heal themselves like they're, they're they got their own liner in there and they they do their own thing to re and i don't even think it was like 
a month after this happened and he was already back down in the garage trying to like fix stuff. I remember that because I was still working down there at that point. Um, Because wasn't, I feel like that was when I was, I was either polishing a bike and or fixing the one that caught fire. Um, I don't quite remember which one it was, but either way I was trying to fix a bike. Yeah, um, I, I can't even remember what he was working on, but uh, all I know is it wasn't, he wasn't out for very long and it really surprised me that he tried to get right back into it. I mean, and I guess you kind of got to do that to, um, uh, I guess fix yourself in a way, if that makes sense. That, that clear, Maria? Uh, like just getting right back into it. Does that clear? Like after an injury? Yes. Yeah, I mean, if, as long as the doctor says it's okay. I'm sure the doctor wasn't okay with him. Like in a month. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> she said she sure the doctor wasn't okay with him in like a month. I didn't know she was done talking. Um, I just split the mic there. Anyways, um, my bad. Um, but yeah, it was. I remember he moved slow for a while, but I mean, he still worked faster than me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of hard to work circles around that dude. I mean, he never stops. Mm-mm, not at all. I mean, I give him total props for all that. Um, just to fill in the audience, he works uh, down in his garage and he does auto body repair um, and restoration for uh, like older cars. He he he's the my uncle that did all the not all of it, but a lot of the work on my truck and stuff helped us out with all that. Um, how you want to talk about your wreck? with the jeep yeah i can um what do you just want from start to finish or doesn't matter to me Um, i mean because i mean to me i remember where i was that day when my mom got the call that you wrecked your jeep i was in the library um (laughs) like a nerd (laughs) (laughs) i was at school obviously and uh it snowed really hard that day and it was really cold road somewhat cleared off and um i went from school and was lifting and then got out of lifting and was coming home and um for some reason i didn't have my jeep in four high i mean roads looked all right so i'm like oh i don't need that i'm like i'm good to go i'll make it home i'm not spinning or anything like that and was coming down bus road there and like i said didn't have the jeep in four high was going down the road and hit a sheet of black ice ass end kicked out went across the road hit a a ditch that was probably about five ten foot deep jeep barely even straddled that ditch flipped probably twice landed on the wheels and luckily i mean I didn't have any injuries. I went to the hospital anyways just to get checked out, but um, I I was a little sore the next day because I anchored myself in my seat, tensed up so bad I broke the mounts on my Jeep seat. Um, but yeah, I got out of it, um, and I couldn't call anybody because I always put my phone in the little cubby in the center. And whenever I flipped, that phone, uh, my side window shattered. It went out of the Jeep and actually went in the ditch somewhere. 
my dad found it later, but uh, there was a lady coming the other way and seen it happen and stopped to make sure I was okay and let me use her phone to call my parents. Wasn't it still running after it flipped and everything? Oh, yeah. She was still running. I uh, had to shut it off. That Jeep was kind of a tank. Yeah. I mean, a thousand bucks later at the junkyard, she was back on the road. Oh, yeah. Um, Six different colors. <laughs> it, it, if there was a definition of like a redneck Jeep from this, like not um, like decked out real cool, that was the definite or like the image that would come up with it. Oh yeah, Jeep Liberty, six different colors called Calco. Yep. <laughs> um, shoot, I was gonna say something. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Gotta love my memory issues. <laughs> um, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna bring up something about the Jeep while it was happening. Um but I can't remember. So we'll just move on. Um Did you enjoy high school? Um I wasn't a huge fan of high school. Uh obviously I went to Wayndale my freshman and sophomore year. And then went to the career center. And then as soon as you go over there, um, I don't know, kids at Wayndale kind of look at you you like you're an outcast in a way. Sometimes. Um, That's what I felt like anyways, because you go back there and see the people that uh, you initially were friends with and they don't, I don't know, they didn't really seem like they wanted to talk to you much because you weren't at their homeschool anymore. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, it didn't matter to me because, I mean, I was going there to better myself. Um, that's That was my choice, and um, I have no regrets of it. Yeah, so I went to Career Center, too, and, like, I was always scared that that was going to happen to me because, um, I mean, people, I went to Triway before I went to the Career Center, and then I transferred to Wayndale, so it kind of became my home school. But I was always afraid that, like, kids would look at me differently if I went to the career center. But, I mean, I guess, so I feel like some of them did. But then a lot of them also were like, oh, like, you're going to have, a like, a job set up. And you're going to have, like, everyone said, like, your life figured out. I don't have my life figured out at all. But, like, they, they all said, like, oh, you're actually going to have, like, a job and be making money. And, like, you're not going to be working at, like, a fast food joint. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Does anybody have their life figured out, like, at all? Maybe Elon. Elon probably has his life figured out. I mean, he's got richest man in the world. Pete Davidson probably has, has his life figured out. No, nah, he's just ugly hot. <laughs> hot ugly. <laughs> That's what I've been told. <laughs> um. Do you yeah. guys think that Pete Davidson is hot? Not at all. Thank you. Thank you. Who uh, is I, Pete Davidson? Oh my he's gosh. The, he's the guy banging Kim, Kim Kardashian right now. He's like in his 20s and she's 40 something. Just shooting high. And he's not missing. Here, I'll show you a picture. Um, what is this guy on drugs? <laughs> <laughs> That's the look, man. You know, ugly hot. Jeez, man. Yeah, now, me go. personally, I prefer a Ryan Reynolds type guy. Yeah, I mean, I'd prefer Ryan Reynolds over this guy any day. I mean, it's not even a competition. Not at all. This guy's rough. Then why is Kim Kardashian dating him? I don't know. Blind? 
Um, <laughs> she doesn't have enough glasses. She doesn't he, have enough money for glasses. Does he got the hookup on some kind of apparently, good stuff? Or? Apparently he's packing. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I understand now. Packing I mean, his bags? What? Packing his bags? Sure, sure, sure. He's packing Kanye's bags for him. <laughs> That's true. Poor Kanye. Yeah. Um... Do you back on the last topic a little bit here? Uh, do you feel like you used anything you learned in high school? Other besides the ag mechanics, do you feel like any of the schooling you've had has like helped at all? Honestly, no. Um, I just don't do not think that a lot of that stuff gets you ready for adulthood by any means. Um, they really don't even teach you how to balance a checkbook properly let alone um the problems that you're gonna have like all right well now we gotta uh, pick up a phone on how to fix plumbing or um i got a water leak or oh what do i do whenever um oh shoot like roof's going bad who do i call just simple stuff like that i mean they they just don't get you ready for that next step. I I do believe. Yeah, I being one year at a high school, I completely agree. Like, I don't feel like I learned. I remember learning how to balance a checkbook in fifth grade. Yeah, we had a little segment. So pointless in and fifth grade. Exactly. Like, wh- I'm not gonna be doing this until I just ordered checks for the first time the other day. So yeah, um, it, it everything. I feel like I. Learn like I learned how to do an interview and make a resume in freshman year, which ended up being super helpful at the end of last year because I ended up just updating it and then using it for my uh, when I applied to Weaver. But like, you should be teaching us how to do that stuff senior year to prepare us to leave, not learning about Shakespeare in English class. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I completely understand that. I mean, if anything, it should revert be reverse Shakespeare freshman year and then obviously a resume senior year. Yeah, and, like, thank goodness for TurboTax. Like, that's what I used to do my taxes. I would have no idea what to do otherwise. I mean, it ba- basically explains it to you like you're five. Um, I tr- actually tried to use TurboTax <laughs> and decided to just take it to my parents' tax guy because uh, I obviously had a lot more stuff this year with a house than I did just a W-2 so yeah. and it some of this just i didn't understand some of it and i just decided that instead of me doing it wrong i was going to take it elsewhere um, hey man the bible says nothing about committing tax fraud so you're all good <laughs> <laughs> i mean you only make yeah, uncle sam but- mad you know, the IRS, they get pretty pissed off if you mess with that. <laughs> the alphabet boys can uh, piss off. Pretty much. I don't like any of the alphabet boys. You know, CIA, NSA, IRS, FBI. Crooked. TSA. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said crooked. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're all corrupt. They're all corrupt like the government? They're all the government. They are the government. Oh. Yeah. Didn't you pay attention in government class, Maria? Come on. No, my government class. It's the Did bureaucracy. You have, um, the blonde lady as your government teacher. I don't remember her name. She was 
Like she's apparently a really good government teacher. But Obviously, she wasn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, she had a bunch of awards for it, but like in all reality, she wasn't really that. I wonder good how much teacher. she paid for those awards. <laughs> for the curse on her? Yeah. I had Bartle. Oh, I wish. No, I don't wish actually that I had Bartle. No, I is loved it, her. I thought it? I thought you guys had a lot of homework, but is that bad? I don't remember like uh, who I had. <laughs> no. No, so if you had to only go into your trade once a week, did you go to your classes, like your normal classes all week? Yeah. Um, so my normal classes, obviously my trade, my senior year was in the afternoon. Oh. Um, and all my normal classes were in the morning. So I would go take all my normal classes in the morning and be done at like 10, 11 o'clock at the latest, skip out. Then obviously go to work the rest of the next day or the rest of the day um, yeah. because of placement. Yeah. I didn't go to any classes my senior year. Um, I did everything online uh-huh. and finished super fast. That's smart. Fair well, enough. For, was it our, so me and Bella are the, are in the same So eight, was I. Grade. Well, wow. <laughs> you didn't go to the career center because you're not cool enough. I'm just old. because no, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm just old. Yeah, man, old man. You can't even remember who your government teacher was. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember my second grade teacher, though. <laughs> <laughs> something doesn't add up here. <laughs> but uh, you were asked, you saying something about being in the same class. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So, we had classes online. Did you just do it at your own pace? Like, did you, did you not have a Zoom class to go to? When? During, like, COVID? Yeah. For, like, the trade or classes? Classes. I think they just gave us, like, paperwork, didn't they? Oh, my gosh. My teachers all made us go to these stupid Zoom classes. I don't think I did a single Zoom. Hey, Maria. <coughs> I'm going to tell you that you tell me you were guys were the best all the time because you were nursing. So, you guys had to do the most work anyway. Yeah, we weren't even allowed to go to job placement because we had too many hours for nursing. Like, we had class four and a half hours every single day senior year. Gross. And we had to come in on days that everybody else would get off. And we had to we had to go do them. I did the 6. Or no, not even the 6. I did the 7.15 to 2.45, five days a week. Yeah, but were you... Okay, never mind. And I didn't get paid for any of it. Imagine if you got paid to go to school. Like, I would be so much more willing, would have been so much more willing to get paid. Anybody? Anybody? Our country would be poor, dude. Our country is poor, dude. We're broke. Very poor. We are so in debt. <laughs> Even <laughs> more in debt. If, if, the, if, the, if the IRS had an IRS, we would have got arrested by now. <laughs> oh, Why don't we one. just print more money? That makes it worse. You're printing more money to no, buy oh, less. That was, a joke. that was a joke. I'm not that. I learned that much in government. Who are we in debt to, though? China. China. Don't they owe us money? <laughs> no. No. Not at all. No, our manufacturers have only been over there for how long now? Clinton. Since, since when have oh. you seen something made in the U.S.? I was born in the U.S.A. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was made here. Same. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, I came out of the womb in 99. 202. 
Nice. Right. So that, that was the last up. time you saw anything no, it, out of the USA? You mean O2? Yeah, <laughs> two O2. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's like nothing made here anymore at all. Weaver Leather Products. Some of it's made out overseas though. Oops. I don't work there anymore. Why does the U.S. have stuff in China? Because it's cheaper to work over there because they can pay people cents. Sweatshops. Oh, yeah. like Nike. Yeah, pretty much. So like the, it's the, they don't have to. Um, there's no minimum wage, so they can pay them like nothing an hour. So it, the cost to make everything goes way down. And they just keep charging the same amount and the profits skyrocket. But then there's us. Oh, yeah, let's make $15 an hour minimum wage. Yeah. That doesn't and help every, everything goes up and you're literally making no more money than you were at $8 an hour. Well, that's that's because of inflation because they put so much money into the stock market or the I guess it would be the stock market or whatever um, because they put more money in there without having the products to be able for people to buy so people just have extra money and can't buy more um and like i forget what were we talking about right before you brought that up anybody the career center no i meant like right before i said that little spiel i know nothing about I, products being made in the u.s uh i guess china i don't really remember our birthdays i don't either either way um <laughs> it's all screwed up real bad and nothing's cheap at all thanks russia and biden and um all those people guys if i go missing it was the government or russian government one of the two they're listening i know i am totally on a couple lists they're the one percent of your audience that's in the uk (laughs) i have like a less than one percent of people that live or uh that live in russia that listen yeah, that's them listening to your podcast. Yeah, it's the KGB. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Brant? You look a little perplexed. So you actually have listeners in Russia? Yeah, I can show you. That's whack. I have... <laughs> it's whack. <laughs> do they know what you're saying? I have no idea. Oh, do you I think they got translators English? on here? Oh my god! I don't translate it. So I've got 99% of people listening in the United States. Less than 1% in Peru, less than 1% in Russia, less than 1% in Canada, less than 1% in the United Kingdom, and less than 1% in France. That mm. is a lot going on. And you mm. don't have a thousand people following or whatever, subscribing? No. On my Spotify channel or whatever, it's like 50-some. My On the Anchor app, it's established about 42 people, allegedly. Um, and allegedly. Then, <laughs> what? Is that like an inside joke? <laughs> her her uh, her brother and family say allegedly. Uh, allegedly, it's from something. I don't know South Park. I don't know. I think it's from South Park. They say. Have you have you seen the show Letter Kenny? No. Oh, never mind then. They say it in that. Oh, uh, maybe that's what's from. Yeah, it's like these Canadian. Was that those Amish? Yeah. That's, oh, okay. Um. These people just basically sit around and talk all the time, but it's funny for no reason. At least to me, it is. Um, oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, they just sit around and drink beer and fight people. And there's a guy, he has red hair, and allegedly, allegedly. he had intercourse with an ostrich. 
Oh. <laughs> it's a running joke in the show. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, uh, you remember that one time at band camp, but actually in the back of my dad's truck on the way to Indiana, when we were really, really annoying and just quoting movies for like an hour? Your parents were pissed. <laughs> I know. They were so mad. They, they, they were okay with it for the first like 10 minutes, and then they were like, all right, would you guys shut up? <laughs> and then you guys passed out, and I was just like, dang, I was having fun. <laughs> I need to go back out there. I miss Indiana. Yeah, it's been a hot minute since I've been there. I, I, I think I only went like twice, I think, last year. I didn't go... I haven't been there since before COVID, I don't think. Um, BC. I haven't been there, BC. I I don't even know if uh, after this year if my, my parents will keep that spot out there or not. Really? Yeah. Um, just obviously a lot going on in life at the moment and it's kind of hard to get out there and um kind of uh hard to um oh shoot i guess i don't even know what word i'm looking for commute i mean maybe i don't know like kind of make it worthwhile yeah yeah okay uh i kind of lost my train of thought there that's okay (laughs) i've done it like twice now but yeah, so you guys had like a, a trailer by the lake, right? Yeah, they got a camper out there. Oh, okay. Um, that's, I mean, in a way, it's pretty much like a trailer now because they took tires off of it, built a deck off of it, and everything like that. But nice little setup for sure. Um, and it's only like 300 feet off the lake, mm-hmm. so it's it's right there. Then obviously, we got the jet ski out there, and Rich has got his boat out there, so. You have a good time out on the lake, and but it's a, it's getting harder to get out there for sure. Yeah. Would you guys sell it? Um, I would. I do believe so. Uh, because y- you pay to like rent that spot, um, every year. So, um, all they would do, if I'm not mistaken, is uh sell the camper and everything that's on that lot, and then they would have to pay like the rent and everything like that to keep that spot okay works out i guess i don't know um yeah i mean one of the things i've for some reason always pops in my head about the lake i don't think you were there this time it was me garrett landon and you know alex my friend yeah i do um we, we were at the little park thing we made like an obstacle course and like part of it was just swinging up as high as we could on the swings and just jump off. Like, I remember when I used to do that in, in uh, elementary school. Yeah, and you land on rocks and you'd be like, oh, my foot. Well, you or had rub- the you rubber had the, at the elementary yeah, school. Yeah, you had the rubber on the, at the elementary school. I would always school. get up there and then I'd get it to where the chains would get all, um, they'd get loose and then snap back. Yeah. Anybody else have anything cool to talk about? Anybody? 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 I think it'd be fun to go back down to the lake, like by the camper, because I've never been there before, but Jared talks about it sometimes. I want to bring her there sometime, eventually. Hopefully we can go out this summer sometime. Yes. It will be hard for me with my new job, because I don't know what my hours are ever until my boss is like, Ayo, we're leaving. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, that's that's understandable and obviously uh, hard to plan around. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to plan for Saturdays pretty much, and that's it. Sometimes. You guys don't really work Sunday or Saturdays or Sundays, do you? What they told me was is never Sundays, but uh, Saturdays if like you need to get a job done. Oh, okay. If you gotta get a job done, you gotta get it done. Yeah. Well, if we're uh, all kind of out of stuff to talk about here, we can just wrap it up real quick. Works for me. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Had a good time. Um, I'm still learning about how I'm bad at this still. Um, learning. Anyways, um, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, if, if you liked it, share it on your story. Tell a friend. All that helps me. Um, I'm available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. I post every Monday morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. So uh, thanks, and I'll see you next time.